Don't let that word realistic stop you from what you're trying to do. What's the whole point of chasing dreams if you're not really gonna go after the bigger things? You got one life, you got one. People try to put an age limit on success, but you're reading all of these stories about success ain't got no age limit. It just don't. Really wake up and look in the mirror and ask yourself, what do you want? Just ask yourself what you want. Don't just sit there and talk about it and then wait 40 years like, man, I should have done that. Like, no, do it today. Welcome everybody to episode 16 of the Paul and Pals podcast. I'm your host, Boy Paul. And Paul and Pals is a podcast where I interview my creative pals to learn how they became who they are today to inspire you for tomorrow. On this episode, I have a creative conversation with my pal, Javon Alexander. He is a producer slash rapper from the city of Ann Arbor, Michigan. And in this episode, we discuss the moment he realized he was going to be on the soundtrack to NBA 2K21 with his hit single, Mamba Mentality. We also talk about his mindset when he was making his first EP, Chasing Failure. And finally, we also talk about his new album that just came out, Balance, and what he feels, what it feels to drop his first official album. Also, I want to give you guys a heads up that there were some technical difficulties during this recording where uh, we had a problem with the audio. So if it sounded a little bit weird, um, that's the reason why. So I apologize for that. But, you know, better luck next time. You know, what, what, what can you do? You know, just 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 keep it moving. But without any further ado, let's get creative. Let's get creative. What up, bro? How you doing, man? Good. I'm good. How you living, bro? I'm fucking with the fit. I'm fucking with the fit. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But yo, let's um let me start by just saying how, how have you been, bro? I know it's been a minute since I've actually seen you since like what high school, but how's your year been? How's everything for you been this whole year? Um, to be honest with you, man, this is uh with everything going on, this has been the best year for me personally. So mm. okay. yeah, a lot of ups and downs before this, and then COVID hit and is you know it's crazy it's been around the world this is this is by far the best year i've ever had in my life that's so. crazy okay we're gonna get into that you said a lot of ups and downs before 2020 oh, yeah big big fat okay so uh before we get into your story i always like to start because you know i call everybody my pal right i want to talk about you know actually how we came to be how i knew you and i believe it was uh i don't even know what time what year but i think we definitely met in high school, I think I was at Washington Technical Middle College. Shout out all my Washington people. And I think you were there too, taking classes. And then we just like got to know each other. But it's been cool. It's been cool knowing you, bro. And then I think, I don't even know when you really started getting into music. But I know you posted your first EP, Chasing Failure. Mm-hmm. And I heard one track. And I'm like, what? Because you know how sometimes your friends post a song and an album or whatever. You're like, yeah, check it out. But I heard it. And I actually like fuck with the heavy from the jump. So ever since then, I've always been kind of curious what you've been up to. So um, to, to bring it back on you, where do you want to start your story? Where do you feel like you really started getting into this whole creative bag of yours? Um, I would say uh, I would say the EP was the intro to the intro. I think I, I put the EP out as like just testing the waters if, if it was something I really wanted to do. Mm. But if, if, you know... I would literally say probably starting last year, I've taken music seriously to this level that I'm I'm now getting at now. So it's really only been seriously for probably a little over a year. Really? Close. Okay. But um, before then, it was just something that I was just passionate about. So it wasn't like a, it was just something I was just doing. I wasn't really taking it seriously, but I loved it so much that I just thought I got to keep doing it. You know? Yeah. Okay, so let's take it back. Though. Let's take it back. The background, everything. Uh, I'm assuming you were always born and raised in an arbor of Slaney, Michigan, right? Yep. Got you. So, like, I guess kind of growing up, did you always have this, yo, like, I really want to do music? Or was it kind of like, because you said within a year, like, what made you really feel like that was your thing? Like, why did you feel like you could add to the to the culture with that? Man. So, I mean, I started off more so as a producer. I was just making beats. Okay. Yeah. It, it was just something I just loved to do. Uh, I went to Scarlet Middle School, and uh, they gave us a laptop at, at that middle school. That was something, yeah. little Apple MacBooks. They were actually fat, so they were like, like of that time. Damn, like, that school was giving you MacBooks? 
I says, yeah. Wait, what? No, no, no. He's but just it was, all casually. Hey, no, no, but it wasn't. Y'all ain't get MacBooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they gave us MacBooks, and there was this, uh, there was this program on there called GarageBand, and that's what I started to just make beats. And I used to, I used to think back then I used to make the hardest beats, but they sound like. <laughs> 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 like oh, I'm going, oh, 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 Bro, yo, check this out, man. This beat go hard, but like, all like. <laughs> We started off as a producer, yeah. and and at what what age was this? This is still in middle school. That's when you oh for okay. It's funny because before that, I don't really remember my musical passions, but apparently, like based off stories from like my grandmother, they would say I always stood on the piano when I was really young, but I don't remember it like that. So I just remember, like I said, working on beats that I got a, a PC and I worked on FL Studio, and now I'm back on a Mac and I work on Logic. But my whole thing at the time was just making beats. It was not writing lyrics. I would end up doing it for fun, but it wasn't something I was trying. I was just always just trying to make beats in my free time. Whenever I was okay. in school or, or when I went home, I'm just making beats. Got you. And I guess okay, I want to go back to, you know, you mentioned your grandmother. And one thing I realized, especially with a lot of your music, you know, you sent me uh, some of the songs from your new album and then even your previous EP. Um, you, you really mentioned family a lot. Like, it's very, like, a party. I feel like I know a little bit about your family just hearing your music. So I want to ask, like, what was the impact it had on you, especially when you told them, like, I really want to do this? Like, because you basically dropped everything and took this seriously, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, family is important, man. I think, I think what COVID's done this year is show you how truly family, how, you know, how important family really is. Um, from every tier, people that's successful talk about family comedian like i'm watching like this comedians rapper they talk about how spending time with family that's really what covid has kind of showed us but in general it shows how much we take for granted by not telling our loved ones you know that we love them every day or are reaching out on them because you know they're family so it's like yeah. oh they'll be good but man there's a lot of people that uh you know that it was unfortunate for especially this time so yeah. family- something important to me. Gotcha. And do you feel like now, I want to ask you too, because I think what I would describe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, like I feel like I would describe your music as a mix of R&B, hip hop, but when I think about the topics you talk about, it's a lot of like, ah, uh, man, I didn't have this much support. Uh, people were kind of hating on me, um, yeah. but I know I want to be on the come up because I want to bring my family up, my friends up. And I wonder, do you ever think about what that will be like when that happens, when you go, <laughs> so or so viral. Do you feel like you're mentally ready for that? Do you ever think about that seriously? You, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. If my if my sister was in here, now, I, there's points I talk to myself all the time. This is a true fact. This is a true story. When I worked at uh, AT&T, there is a there is a uh, Google review where it, it's complaining about a rep in the store. And he sent this long review about how we're unprofessional. And somewhere in that review, it says, and there's this guy at the door talking to himself. <laughs> so I was giving a Grammy speech to myself. No. Like, seriously, at that moment, there's a lot of times where I talk to myself, people that work with me, they'll see, man, why are you always talking to yourself? Even Tyshawn, he'll see me like, what are you doing? He'll catch me in the middle of me, like, just either seeing myself in an interview, whether it's a breakfast club, giving a Grammy speech, or I'm rapping like I'm writing lyrics in my head I envision that so much that I think it's gonna be a surreal moment but I've been doing it for so long man I I couldn't tell you like I really don't see this not happening at this point it's just a matter of time who's Tyshawn for the for the folks that don't know uh it's it's, it's my bro man so I live yeah I heard you give him a shout out on that one of the tracks and uh no I really want to touch in on that too because it's weird that you mentioned that because I feel the same way and I'm not like a rapper or anything like that, but I think for me, you know, call it whatever you think it is, manifestation, optimism. Mm-hmm. But I feel like one thing that helps me a lot is I have these big goals, these big dreams. Like I want to be that guy, that person, that platform. And in order to do that, you have to believe that it's going to happen. You have to kind of almost practice it. You know what I'm saying? Like even starting this, like I said before, I get nervous before every single episode. Like before I'm pressing live, I'm like... <laughs> I'm nervous too, but it's it's like 
this moment right here is so important to me, man. It, I don't look at the names of the status. Yeah, like, of course, yeah, you think about the Grammy speeches or whatever, but it starts right here. I'm going to cherish this moment with you, man, more than anything, because, like, this is my first live, you know, podcast interview. Like, it's just setting me up for, you know, when I'm when I'm giving an interview, if I'm on, like, you know, a breakfast club yeah, or yeah, yeah. any of those other uh, works that, you know, radio yeah. stations. But it's like, I, 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 I love this, man. So, gotcha. Too, bro, trust me. Okay, no, that's good. Now, I ain't nervous no more. That's all. No, no, I'm but I'm saying, no, no, no. I, I mean, you feel me? I, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, I'm just trying to get yeah, it. Yeah. Hey, this is a good one. It's We're in front of 500,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. together. You're just talking to himself outside the store. Like, but uh, no, let's let's get more into it, bro. I think because we, we we relate a lot on that, and I kind of want to still go back to the beginning because I'm curious where like you kind of saw yourself going because you feel like you don't believe it's not going to happen, right? So when you think about the standard you know path of life when you were in school and all that, like what was your mindset? Were you trying to do something that would get you into music, or were you kind of like I'm gonna just study whatever and it, it'll all work out? So I'm I'm gonna give y'all in on something. The ultimate goal is to be an actor. <laughs> what? Yeah, so so music is my passion, but I feel like film is my calling. And um, I've been acting, I've been in every lead role at school since kindergarten all the way to college. Um, acting is something that I love. So what, I, what happened was, as a creative, I was always doing acting and drama, trying to get my name out as that, but music was always something I just kept doing, even though I was chasing to be in film as an actor, but then it later turned into me being a fan of film to want to be a director. So when I look at the people that I cherish the most that hits those categories, and the last one you're going to laugh is, uh, is comedy. I've always been that. that <laughs> yeah. Three people that hold weight in each category that I would want to be in the realms of would be these three people. Um, in no order, Will Smith, Childish Gambino, and uh, Jamie Foxx. Wow. So that's, that's crazy, man. We relate a lot, though, because I low-key want to do acting, too, bro. Man. I fuck with, I fuck with, I, I think, I don't, I've never done it, though, so, I mean, you got some credits on your name. I've never... No, 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 I don't, I'm going to credits. I'm oh. saying, <laughs> in, in every in every grade, I've always been. I always when they had assemblies. Oh, art, that's what I'm saying. I've yeah, always yeah. Been part of that. Like I, got I you. I'm in a short film now, a local short film, but I'm not mm -hmm. in um like a you know big theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, bro. absolutely. I, yeah. When I was, I did sign up for a uh, an extra agency, and because okay. they would text you, they would text you, "Are you available?" If you say yes. They tell you what you need to bring in the location. And my first one I showed up to, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm seeing all these people. And, I'm, and I didn't really pay attention to what it was. And, and, you know, we're on one side, other people on the other side eating food. We just kept her cafeteria waiting there like 12 hours in between. They would call us. And I'm like in this film and then I'm standing, the lights go out and there's this flashlight of people coming through and they're like, move out the way. And this big security guy moved my, like just totally bulldozed <laughs> through me, uh, right in front of me, like, right in front of me walking by was queen latifah it was for the show stars and i was an extra what i was an extra but i was a shadow i was just one of oh. the <laughs> <laughs> like, that was me one second there that was me right there i put my arm up like, like that this but, man on the credit shadow number three <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my first taste of being around like uh there was a few people there was a few well-known people there like yeah. other people that was part of the uh some other shows that y'all would know. I just can't think of the names, but yeah. it was my first time being around that, you know, that scene. And I enjoyed that much. But like I said, I still find myself back in front of the keyboard, you know, doing music, but I definitely want to dabble into acting for sure. Okay. And that's dope, man. Follow your games. Y'all heard it here first, yo, on the Paul and Powell's podcast. And uh, you kind of mentioned it. Uh, you said Atlanta, right? Yeah. And I know you were there for some certain amount of time. Can you kind of explain what Atlanta is to you, like the effect and why oh. you were there? Let me let me let me say this, man. I'm, I want people to realize and really know this. Um, when I was trying to figure out after Washington what I wanted to do, I never forget this. I had just uh, I had just swiped a card to get my, you know, my my tools to make music, my speakers. I got a guitar center card. I'm like, 
bet I'm about to just get this stuff. And I wanted to work on music. And one day, my dad had walked in my room and he was like, uh, what's all this ruckus going on? And he's very old school. And I'm like, oh, I just needed this stuff for school. And, um, you know, when you're old school and stuff, music, even in today's time, it gets, it's not frowned upon anything in the creative realm. There's still that standard of people saying, you know, let's be realistic, which is a word I, I really don't like, especially from teachers. They, they still preach that. Let's be realistic. But, you know, and, um, and I love my dad to death, but he just didn't understand. Some people, it's not hating. They just don't see your vision. So mm-hmm. he was just like, uh, music, like, for what? You know, go get a job, blah, blah. I was like, well, I'm about to go to Atlanta. And he looked at me. He's like, for what? I said, for school. He's like, son, how are you going to get to Atlanta? <laughs> that I'm just going to get there. I lied. I went to Atlanta with no money. I had $36. I had a car to swipe just enough to get on an airplane um, to get out there. And uh, I ended up, well, no, I had drove there. But to get out there, when I got there, I was able to set up a spot with my boy. But I was able to last there for two years when I finally got out there to get in school. And I used school as my way of staying out there. But I was only out there for like two years. But that was the chase, the dream of Atlanta was the hub of music, you know, I went out there with no money, just the dream and like literally God's favor. I'm not making this up, man. I could only stay at my man's house for two weeks before rent would raise for him. And I couldn't do that. On the last day, I was looking for I was looking for places to sleep outside. I cannot make this up. I was looking for a homeless shelter to stay because I refused to come back home because I was thinking of my dad like, you know, you can't. I was like, no, I'm going to do this. And I walked, I had put on this outfit because I had, you know, some dress clothes. And I walked in the first job that I walked into, they hired me on the spot. It was minimum wage. It was at a restaurant called Cut Steakhouse. And I got the job. And uh, when I went, I went there and I met a guy named Lando who was actually on my album. Mm, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Detroit. And I was like, bro, I was like, man, I, I'm from Ipsy, like down this road. I'm out here trying to figure out places to stay. He said, bro, there's this connector next to his, like his little one room. When you walk, it's like a hotel setup. It's like you walk in a room, that's your room. There's a bathroom. And on the other side of the bathroom door, there's another room. That's about mm-hmm. empty. I went to the lady. I said, what do I need? She let me move in two weeks prior to no rent down so I can get on my feet to get my first check. And that's how I was able to uh, stay out there for, you know, for two years. Wow. But just that story alone, man, it just shows, man, like, if you really want something, you just got to go after it, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was just faith. So yeah, that's, that's dope, bro. I'm not always at a special spot because of that story, but yeah. I went the goal of Atlanta. It's the hub of music. I'm going to go out mm-hmm. and sound engineering, and then I'm going to tap in with these artists and show that I got beats. Like, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, damn, that's a, that's a beautiful story, man. And I think uh, when, you, when you say that, the first thing that comes to mind is the title of your uh, first, you know, project, right? Mm-hmm. You called it Chasing Failure, and I want you to, can you explain what that really means to you, why oh, you titled it that? So, um, an engineer out there, he he was um, one of the employers for the school. He was the guy that gave out the music equipment when students need to come check in for the studio. His name was Mac. In the song, oh no, this song's not out yet. It's not even on. <laughs> There's a story where I talk about how I meet Mac, who's from Flint. He mm. saw a Michigan jacket at the school. He became the engineer for Chasing Failure. He, was, he works at the number one studio out in Atlanta, which is Patchwork. He's still there. Um, I was recording from my mother's basement, that, that EP, and we had a conversation about what it is that I'm trying, my story, and the whole thing with Chasing Failure, and um, rest in peace to Kobe, but he talks about this. You know, failure on a regular term isn't really until you actually quit. What I was trying to say with Chasing Failure is this. I want to look at what's called failure on a natural terms of not accomplishing a goal. I want to be able to look that in its face and say, you know, you don't discourage me. So chasing failure for that small EP was me saying that it's okay to fail because at the end of the day, as long as I'm trying on the deeper aspect of things, I've never failed. So I rather chase that all day long and die never accomplishing what I was trying to get than to die not trying and then look back regretting at the end of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a bar right there, man. <laughs> that's a bar right there, man. I love the story, man. I think that's um, that's kind of the vibe I got from the EP is very just like you were trying to get at something. I think what I really appreciate from you is that you keep trying in this realm of 
you shouldn't be doing this. You should be something more realistic, right? And you're very like honest about your life. You're very honest about what you're trying to do. You know, even the the fun stuff, the woman, all that stuff, yeah. bro. So I, I want to keep going into it. All these wonderful stories. How you? Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all see? Y'all see? Paul trying to throw in hey, the women. Hey, got, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, gotta, hey, it's a trick, but you gotta work it in there. You gotta say some really deep hey, shit, right? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> no, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, okay. um, but you mentioned Kobe, and obviously we got to talk about you know this this big hit you got right now. If y'all don't know. Uh, Mamba Mentality. I I don't want to take your shine away from this, but like this song for you seems to be this this beginning. I don't want to say it is. I don't want to jinx it, but I I see where this could take you. So could you kind of break down the Mamba Mentality story and how everything came to be for you? Yeah. So so let's go back to Manifestation. How how we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. If you listen to Yeah Yeah Yeah, the song that you happen to choose to play when we got in here. I mentioned two football players in that song. I mentioned um, Patrick Mahomes and I mentioned Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. I just got off the game with Mikhail and Will, who are both in here. Um, and I, I, I was listening to the Madden soundtrack. And I was like, man, this would have been perfect if this was on Madden. And I remember I was just getting off the game. This was 2019. I was just getting off the game and I played 2K. And uh, I said, this would have been perfect if it was on Madden. I might have been playing Madden, but I remember my main game was 2K. That's what I've been playing since 2K9. Yeah. And I remember when I was getting off the game late at night, I said, well, it don't matter. One of these days, my song's going to be on a video game. One year later, I said that to myself out loud. I remember this. One year later, 2020, Mama Mentality is on my favorite game ever. The song that came from inspiration strictly the day i'm gonna break down the song but the fact that it's on my favorite game and i just spoke that a year later that's how fast things are moving for me but that song literally just like everyone i don't remember where i was just because my memory's bad but like i don't remember where like where i was when 9 11 you know how people say mm-hmm. they can remember that time where they were at 9 mostly more older adults like our yeah. parents yeah i remember where i was for my for kobe's death and um, I was in the basement. I was working on a beat. And I was in my mom's basement. So this was just earlier uh, this year. Yeah. Um, I was working on a beat. And my boy Kales had texted me like, look at TMZ. Because they broke the news first. And I looked and I'm like, that's not, this is not real. It was a shock factor. And I remember pacing back and forth after finalizing, I'm that it was real. I'm kind of just going forward after me pacing back and forth. Like, this can't be real. Like, you know how you search and everything? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Nah, I did the same thing. Everything, exactly. And when I found out it was real, I spent that whole day. This was earlier, like when they posted. I forgot what time it was, but I spent that whole time just sitting in the basement. Just froze. I didn't want to leave. I was calling people. I was like, bro, what's going on? I called my boy Will, who's who's a Lakers fan. I mean, a Kobe fan. Um, well, the same thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, and, uh, it just so happened that the beat that was loaded up on Logic that I was working on ended up becoming the song. And I was writing to it and I didn't want to do like an R.I.P. Kobe. I wanted to do something that represented him without mentioning his name because I didn't want to be like on some rest in peace Kobe. Yeah, yeah. So I was just writing. I was like, Mama Mentality. That's what he's known for. Mama Mentality. Mama Mentality. Mama mentality. I just kept saying Mama Mentality. Then the words start coming. Mama, they mad at me. Not at the night. I have a plan on the strategy. Too integrated to anyone. And I started writing it. And it was like 2 a.m. I wrote the hook and the first verse. I'm like, I'm going to go to the studio tomorrow after I finish it. I'm going to go to the studio to lay it out. I write when I'm about to close at 2 a.m. My dad was like, all right, son, going to bed. I was like, I only got the first verse and the hook done. I'll do the second verse tomorrow because I'm tired. And then sat right there and I was like, what would Kobe do? I literally remember saying all of this. And I was like, song. So I ended up finishing the song. I got it done at 4 a.m. I went to the studio the next day because I wanted to out. You know, I just wanted to make this a moment for myself. And it coincidentally, because of delays of when they spread it on all platforms, it coincidentally got posted eight days later. Just to play off the whole eight thing, it just coincidentally got posted eight days live later when I tried to post it ASAP. When I got you, got you, got you. um, that's how that song came about for that. Um, that's prior to the 2K thing. That's yeah. What, 
Yeah, we can get into that too. So okay. it seems like the actual song. So you would have finished it. What what time frame was this? Like when you actually finished it that month that that you passed? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And later it got. That's it's crazy. Okay, yeah. so yeah, let's take take us down the path of how did it actually become on NBA? How did it get onto NBA Two K Twenty One? Yeah, I'm very curious. So, um, there's a new distrib- distribution company, newer, um, by the owner Steve Stout. Yes, that's the name. Um, and it's United Masters. United that's Masters. The, that's the, uh distribution company, and I want you to notice when I submit because there's this thing where you can submit it to 2k they were doing this thing on 2k 20 mind you this is 2k 20 because this was back in february oh and yeah so you're trying to get on you're trying to get on 2K I was 20. 20 where they would oh. it as a weekly new artist they updated the weekly soundtrack updated i submitted it i did not hear from them since i'm thinking whatever i didn't do it to submit i did the song out of love but when i realized that i was like oh i might as well submit this to 2k 20. yeah it coincidentally got back through the emails of confirmation in August, the eighth month. Eighth month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. you know, it, it, it got back afterwards. And um, I didn't put two pieces together. What happened was when it came back in August, right? September 4th is when 2K21 dropped. They had just said that they were going to, they wanted to use it for 2K21. And that blew my mind that all this time, I'm like, wow. Oh. Um, okay, so you had submitted it early in the early in the year. February, yes, for two. Oh, and then you're like, oh damn, I should trash. Exactly. Okay. They get an email saying that they want to use two K twenty one. I'm like, whoa, watch this. And then September fourth is when two K twenty one came out on the current gen. I seen they dropped the track list, and I wasn't on it. Damn, and I was man. like, dang. But there was a picture there, and I talked to my boy Will, and it was with Kobe holding the twenty four. And then I put two and two together. I forgot there's a next gen coming out. And that's what they specifically used it for. So now, not only is it on next gen, that's a plus. Obviously, it's my favorite game, 2K. My songs, Mama Mentality. They come out with a special badge on the video game called the Mama Mentality Badge. It's OB Legendary Season Edition where they came, they gave a specific 2K for him. And there's also in this game called the Mamba Court. And based off what I've been hearing from other people, I don't even have the next-gen console. Yeah, so I have to say. <laughs> take this in. But people say when they join the park, which is the city, it's a mode that you can play your my player in, they hear my song generate a lot as the startup, which makes me think that there's a higher algorithm for that song, specifically because of Mama Mentality. Got you, got you. Damn, That's the, Yeah. That's crazy, man. So... Let's take it. I want to. I want to understand your mindset a little bit because that's not like a little thing. Like, nah, because bro. initially the, the the plan was going to be like a weekly thing. So even if you got on it, you would only be there for seven days or whatever. Exactly. So now it's on two K twenty one and it's part of the game. Like it's always going to be there. It's forever engraved. It's hey, I'm about to buy. I'm about to buy my grandkids that game. It's <laughs> <laughs> all here at this game. <laughs> Hey, hey, back in my day. day. Back in my day. Oh, we exactly. had a sound like, damn, right. 2K45, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, oh, I need him. I need him. I thought that. Yeah, hey, let, hey, let, 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 yeah, going back to that, that's really dope. And I wanted to understand, like, how has that reaction been for you? Because that's, <laughs> I, I don't want to say that's, that's viral, right? But, like, when you when you first heard the news, and I think at this point you already had the video out, right? Did you have the music video out with the song? Oh. Oh, okay, so it came oh. out. Oh, shoot, let me think. No, I had got the confirmation. Because first it was just that we wanted to, but there there was a licensing and all this. They didn't send that official, so there was still like a chance that I wasn't. Okay. Oh, so what happened? No, thank you for bringing it up. Let's go back to this. It was it was there that they they sent a shorter license just to break it down for some of y'all, so y'all know how it goes. And then that was just to agree, just to go over base. And then there was a long license if it was official. What happened was coincidentally, the day that my music video dropped. I'm really mad that I can't think of when it dropped, mm-hmm. but I think it was just a month ago. Um, the day that it dropped was the day 
around eight o'clock. It was a little after. <laughs> it was a little after. I went to celebrate with my um my god sister and her cousin. I went to go celebrate just you know at their their spot and uh I just didn't want to be you know alone when the video was out, just be chilling. So I just went just to get my mind off the thing since the video just came out. And uh I man, I got an email saying we will be using your song on next day. And I remember I threw my phone at it. I was like, let's go. I got emotional. I called my mom. I called my boy, David, who's in here. I was like, bro, it's official. I'm about to be on the game. And it's all about I've never been able to experience it really outside of my brother. He got the next gen, like the S series of the Xbox. And he was able, I went over there. That's when I posted that video. If you have it on my live, it's there of me finding it. After three tries of just joining the park, backing out, joining it again, backing out, and then joining the third time. My song came up and I caught it live. But outside of then, I have not been able to experience me on the game. Wow. Then, yeah, it's still like yeah. hard to get. So hey, I had one of y'all ladies in here got to get my man's a PS5, yo. <laughs> hey. Hey, this is what he really trying to get at, yo. Yo, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see y'all in this chat. I see y'all in this chat. <laughs> okay, that's, that's really dope, man. I thought you were going to add some other stuff like, yo, and then the waiter came and then the tip was $8. Like, I think about the go, dude. <laughs> Oh, we just mentioned the eight out, yeah, but, but, but it is it, that's how it's been. No, but I, I, yeah, I feel that, bro. I feel that. So now let's let's get into this um the new music that you're working on. Obviously, just to let y'all know, it drops tomorrow. Recording this on Thursday, it drops tomorrow or maybe tonight at midnight. Balance, okay, balance. Um, yeah, let's get into it, man. You sent me a couple of tracks. It's it got some box on there, bro. I was looking like, but but but. Let me but, but. Let you that. So yeah. we know time now where um people's attention spans are shorter i'm cool with the fact that you agree that there's some bops on there because i'm not trying to make a playlist you see what i'm saying there needs to be those other records to balance out the album so i'm <laughs> corny bro it's your time now no 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 no, no. I'm just... <laughs> your bars hey, right 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 we <laughs> the way that balance was give you some perspective because i know you know you got to hear it yeah they ball over you're talking crazy you got the inside but um it's it's breaking up like a film script so the first two songs is the intro. The second is like more of the plot, the meat of the album. Then it, there's a plot twist, which switches over to the lady records. Then it goes into the most personal records. And then the last but not least, the outro. That's how it's written. And that's why I want people to listen to it from top to bottom. Yeah, um, bro, that's before you continue. That's so crazy because uh, when I was listening to it, I wanted to take notes just to make sure that I had something that I can bring up and talk about. And that's exactly how I wrote it up. I was like, okay, because I went through the first time and I'm like, okay, then I went to the second time and it was very clear that it was kind of like sequence in a way that you wanted to get a message across, right? So I, I definitely got that. So I just wanted to let you know that actually came across, but yeah, I want you to keep breaking it down. Hold on. Can you hear me? I can, but can you hear me? I hear you, not in my ear, I hear you in my, from the phone that but yeah, let's, I think we're good now. Let's continue, bro. Uh, you were talking about the uh, sequencing on the album and like you basically had a read, like you had like a message you're trying to get across. So kind of go into that a little bit more. Um, I'm sorry, one more time, Paul. I'm sorry. So like you were talking about the fact that you kind of broke it into like an intro and then the yep. lady records and all that. So like kind of talk about really, well, one, I want to know why you called it balance, but like what were you trying to get across with the album itself? All right, so balance is so funny, man. Um, it was called balance because while I was recording the songs, other interviews and people around me kept using the word balance. So I don't make a track of songs, a whole bunch of songs. This is, I'm about to give y'all some insight. Your, some of your favorite artists, what they do is they're going to the studio with Oh, unlimited budgeting, you know, people that are like up there, they live there, they're knocking out eight songs a day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They go in, they record all of these songs, and then they choose out of those songs 
what they want to put on the album. Me, a lot of my stuff were personal and I knew that I wanted to go in with the album. A lot of them more so was still singles, but I knew they all tied around the same subject of what I'm actually going through. So I purposely went in with a purpose. Um, and what was happening was I would just be talking about something and then someone would be like, man, you got to figure out how to balance this. I'll be venting with someone, a friend, and you got to figure out how to balance this. And then I'll be talking like, man, why, why is Shorty doing this to me? You know, blah, blah. you have to figure out how to find that balance of like showing like, you don't want to come off too much like this, but you don't want to. So everything happened with the word balance. And then I kept watching interviews. People kept using like, yeah, it's a balance. And I kept watching movies and they're talking about the balance and everything just tied in that it just fit like, life is balanced. This is my life. This is what I'm dealing with. And that's why within how it's set, there's a yeah. of how, like, even when you talk about the bops and what's in between and what's being said, there's a balance of records there. And there's also just a balance of what I'm talking about with, you know, what I'm dealing with, because everything is a balance, man. And that word was being brought up through family, church, friends, uh, like I said, late, like women advice, everything was balanced. So I was yeah. like, it's balanced. That's what it is, man. Got you. Okay. Now I fuck with it though, because I think when I first, usually when I first uh, listen to an album, like I, I like to listen top to bottom. I feel like what always initially stands out to me is the bops, like the ones that you can be like, oh, like I fuck with this, right? Mm-hmm. But then whenever I listen to it the second time, I kind of like listen more intently, right? And when I listen to it the second time, the second half, which is I feel like more R and B, more for the ladies type type shit, and that really stood out to me. You know, I was texting last night, yo, this joint, you, you need a video for this one. Um, so like, I want to ask kind of like your mentality when you're making this stuff, are you intentional in that, you know, maybe, I don't know if you have somebody in mind, you just, you just making the song, but like, are you like, when I, when I want to make this, I want this, I want this for this person. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make sure she's not in here. Let me make sure they're not in here. It's like, no, nah, um, no, nah, definitely. So, so. You <laughs> <laughs> better check in the list real quick. No, 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 no. So I mean, oh, really? oh like, bet. yeah. So what I'm saying, uh, for the most part, I'm trying to actually think of the songs. It is about specific women that I've dealt with, as far as like, um, there's so many jokes I could have took in there, but uh, yeah, that I've dealt with like that. You know, things are in a good phase. There's not, there's no like, there's no diss record. I'm not out yeah. here like Eminem to Mariah Carey, but there's just like, you know, you know, you just deal with someone and then like you know, the bubbly stage and then you, to me, I write about it, but I want people to know there's also records of just natural records that we all can just vibe with. So Down to Ride wasn't about a specific person, but let me say this. It's not about being a specific person. It's about, that's the person that inspires the track. It's not that necessarily what I'm saying has to do that. It's just, that's what I'm I'm thinking about you when I'm writing this lady record, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes I get my inspiration from y'all from like people around me, they'll come and be like, man, like why she got to play these games? Okay, she playing games and let me write about it. Like, it's not about, it don't yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there is some specific women and they, for the most part, know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Together, but- uh, <laughs> You know, I have to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin's room coming soon. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's about specific um, women, just the inspiration about what's going on, but- um. Like drunk that night was about a specific situation that did happen. It's like, man, why you only call me when you uh yeah. when you <laughs> you hit me up at two a.m. playing games. What, what happened at three p.m.? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> this man said, "I'm more than just my body." On the track, when when we talked about it, I said, "Do men call you on that type of time?" And of course, that's a silly question. We've all called someone. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like, hey, I just think. <laughs> but like at the same time it's like you know she was like yeah like guys be calling me all the time at night like i'm just a car buddy at night like i just wonder oh man is this going live <laughs> are we live but like that's what that record was about you know what i'm saying so like everybody can relate to someone just being that person that they call when they're feeling good, but outside of that, they don't give them the attention or anything. It's like, what, what is this? So that's what Drunk That Night okay. is about. Now I'm not with that. Yeah, I'm always curious about, cause I think one thing that I've always appreciated about the, the people that I know that make music is like, they make these situations and it's so relatable. It's like, 
I, I can't even I can't even imagine I can't do it, but I think it's always so dope that they can take maybe one thing like one experience and make it a whole song with its hook and all that stuff. So that's really dope. Uh, but aside from that, I also wanted to ask some other stuff that we kind of like. I think you kind of mentioned to me earlier. Um, aside from your own music, aside from your producing, you know, I think you mentioned that you're even trying to start a record label right now. Yeah, so I I got a record label. I'm signed to myself. Okay. Okay. And uh. Chris, who's also in here, that's my business partner. Um, so we started a record label. The record label based off the outro song, which is called One in a Million. And that, uh, so it's called One in a Million Records. That's my record label. So, you know, I'm the first signee, you know, as an artist and producer, obviously the future is to, you know, sign others. And, and, and the whole goal behind that is, you know, even in the song feeling, you know, one in a million, that's, that's what people say it takes. Right. And that's what it takes to be like successful in any creative realm. Like, man, everyone's doing this. You got to be like one in a million to really get there. But you got to think. There's people that's there. So clearly they thought they were one in a million. Why can't you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing with that is everyone here that's watching this, whatever you're trying to do, you are one in a million. People going to tell you like, oh, man, the chances of that. But somebody else did it. So yeah. the chances of what? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like. I believe myself to be one in a million. And that that's came from, you know, me, but it's, it started with a lot of people telling me like, man, you really got something. And, and at first, just, I'm gonna let y'all in on something. Like, I don't have like the highest, you know, confidence when it came, it just started. That's why I said, this is my beginning. When I say I'm starting to feel myself, I'm starting to feel myself of just knowing what I'm worth, not feel myself thinking that I'm better than anyone. That's, there, there's a difference there, but I would play my snippets my version one, when I first went to the studio to lay down the first version of a song, I would play that. I was working at the mall. I would play on these speakers. I worked at the corner. I play on these speakers and play it loud. And I'm not making this up. This is way back, this whole year since I've been recording. Every day that I played my song, a random person would just be walking by and I'd be looking, I'm like, why did they just stop in the middle of the wall and just standing still on their phone? Oh, okay. I mean, it'd be like, hey, um, I try to Shazam the song and it's not showing. Do y'all know who it is? And my coworkers would be like, that's him. And I'm always to myself like, oh God. And they come up like, oh, you know whose song this is? They're like, no, 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 that's his song. They're like, this is you? How can I hide this? And I'm like, uh, it's not out. I'm just playing from the MP3 files I have. Like I would be so, and it would happen all the time. And, my, and I'm not saying I'm an idiot, but I'd be sitting there like, oh, they're just being nice. But then I realize how dumb that sounds. Like, yeah, it's gonna stop. They went the whole way. Man. Uh, like that's, that doesn't really make sense. So it, it's starting to get to me more to where I'm like, I'm starting to understand like, man, maybe I really can do this. And it's like, you know, and just for people to understand, I don't have expectations. I'm not going to think that you're going to find every song a hit or you're going to like the album. But if you walk away with one song, just one, it's like this one, this is the one. To you, I've already won. To me, because that's all it takes. But I want more than that as far as yeah. like, I want to be a viral like sensation. I want yeah. longevity, but I'm saying it only takes one. And if I could just reach out for someone to listen, like, man, I really rock with this. And you're playing Drake, you're playing Kanye, you're playing Lil Baby, Gunna, anyone. Yeah. Or Swift. And I'm somewhere into that. You're like, but I still want to, that just shows right there. Like, I'm blessed. I'm cool with that. I love that. You got me, you got me geek, bro. Y'all sign podcasters? To one, to one in a million, y'all sign. Chris, Chris, we signed a podcasters. Just, just look for the. Uh... Okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep it look. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but you no. Know, to go in off that, uh, you said a lot, and I think one thing that stood out to me, uh, aside just with one in a million, I think when you think about like when you want to start something, when you want to do something, you can't think you can't do it because other people aren't doing it. That's a weird way to think about it because think about it like this, right? What makes us so confident about going to school, going to college, doing what's standard? Is it because everybody else is doing it so we think we can do it? You know what I'm saying? So if you have, if you feel like you want to do something, but you don't see other people going that realm, it doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't do it. It just might not be their thing, right? So I'm always of this idea where if I believe in something, when I want to start something, I got to at least try because the worst case is I'm just where I was at before. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just where I'm at right now. So I mean, oh. I be saying that. I be saying that all the time. So listen, y'all, when I told y'all I left from my parents' house, right? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Come back to your parents' I house. come right back. It's <laughs> that simple. I'm really starting to realize, like, 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 I was one of those kids, right? 
because my dad, he real strict when I was younger, right? I used to have my boy Mark, like, I'm like, hey, Mark, go ask my dad if you can come over. You know how you want your friend? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> my dad, like, I would ask you to come, ask me. And then as soon as that, yeah, you can't. And my mom, like, mom, can you, she's like, just ask. The worst thing you can say is no. And the funny thing is the same advice, like, even like with the ladies trying to take them out, like, the worst thing she can say is no. The problem is, <laughs> It's, it's the fact, it's the way she says no that she get all loud like, hey, I'm about to take your belt. <laughs> like, man, yeah, like, that's going to be so loud with it. But I'm, I'm saying, so loud. At the end of the day, you might as well try. You're going to be right back where you started. Just It's just a thought instead of action. You're just going to be thinking like, man, I wonder what would happen. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. I think you went away for a little bit. Okay. My bad. You were saying, you you wonder what would happen? I'm saying, if I'm saying a lot of people just stop because they want what would happen and they never try it. But the worst thing is you'd be back sitting there thinking the same thing. So you might try, figure out it doesn't and come back or it does happen. Now you're golden. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I also want to acknowledge that it's not as that easy for everything for everybody. Right. I think if you keep that mindset, Maybe you don't just jump to being that artist, that producer. Maybe you start with, oh, let me make a beat a week. Let me write a, a track a week. Let me start something, you know? Mentality that is? You say what? You know what mentality that is? What's that? It's that mama mentality. Oh, this man <laughs> corny, bro. Hey, hey, no, no, Hey, listen. <laughs> Paul, why are you doing this to me? You know, hey, I'm just saying. Someone's leaving again. <laughs> Hey, no, no, Paul, listen, that's really what it is all about. For the rest of everything, it's that mama mentality. And let me tell you something. Yes, you know, Kobe, he's watching above. But let me say this. Besides, think about this. Besides Kobe being that basketball player, I'm telling you, it's the mama mentality that he left behind. That is his biggest inspirational, not the basketball. It's that. That's what he's known for. So yeah. that mentality of how we thought, how we took practice, games, interviews, everything, is the mindset to inspire and to just say, failure isn't an option until I give up. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's just all, that's what he represented. He's going to outwork anybody and he's going to show them to inspire them, not to stunt on them. So. Now it's been dope, man. I mean, you're already uh, heading towards the end of this. And I also like had two quick questions I had too. Um, one thing I kind of know is, you know, we got this album coming out. Obviously, that's the first big thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to ask you outside of that, what, do you, what are some big plans you got? Out? What are some stuff that we should be looking out for? What do you really want people to, like, be following? Like, why should I go listen to your music? Man. The reason I, I mean, to listen to my music is just, we all have a story. You, my story to me is just being myself just being authentic i'm giving it to y'all and relating with y'all i'm not here talking about nothing like that we all ain't going through you see what i'm saying we all can relate somehow but it's just my story why do we watch the movies we watch mm-hmm. it's just this i'm just here to inspire so it's like if you want to hear my story and you, and you want to be inspired that's where i come in like go give my go give my music a listen i'm not like I said, i'm not gonna say you're gonna like everyone but if you love one there you go so i don't know that's just where I sit with it. Like, you know, I can get into like, you know, I know I didn't show it here on the interview. I can spit some bars, but you know, <laughs> I'll hear me out and see what I'm about, man. Like, and I really do this music. I take it seriously and I'm passionate about it. And I that passion carries through with my music where you'd be like, man, I really, I really feel him on this. So just, you know, just get, just, just give it a listen, man. Like I'm not asking for nothing else. Just give it a listen. Like to me, that's all I want. That's my Christmas gift. Please. Hey, 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 that was smooth. That was smooth. <laughs> and then uh, before I let you go, I always do this for everybody I bring on because I, the, the, the whole point of the show, like I said at the beginning, is to inspire others. And I think everybody has their story, like you said. So I want to ask you, um, for the audience listening and watching, what are some words of advice that you would like to share that you feel has really helped you be who you are today? It goes back to what we talked about before, man. Don't let that word realistic stop you from what you're trying to do. What's the whole point of chasing dreams if you're not really going to go after the bigger things? My thing that I just hope people to know is like this. You got one life. You got one. I had to start looking in the mirror and say, I can't do this anymore. Like, like I can't just go through the cycle of this. Like, yes, 
people, yeah, we got bills, we got, you know, other things. I know some people, you know, have children and some people have other responsibilities. But my thing is this, like people try to put an age limit on success, but you're reading all of these stories about success and got no age limit. It just don't. So really wake up and look in the mirror and ask yourself, what do you want? Just ask yourself what you want. You're going to realize that cycle. Like I talk about it in the songs. I know we can close to the time. I talk about it in the song called In the Dark. That's when I was in Atlanta. I went to a crazy deep depression, like wild. Like I was like, man, it, man, listen, if it was a movie, y'all would be like, yo, this man, y'all, what's that one movie where he changed personalities? What's that movie? Where my uh, split. I was like split in my own door. <laughs> this, this stuff was real. I was like, hey, Sally. He's like, <laughs> I'm saying it was real, bro. I went to a crazy, wild, like depression. I thought like, I couldn't keep going through that cycle. Work, go, go, go to school, come home, work, go to, I couldn't keep doing that. You really have to want something more out of life and you can just do it. Just do it. Just take one step and be like, well, at least I drew my first painting. Just try it. Just wake up and be like, I'm just going to try what I want to do for once. Just do it and just see where it takes you. That's all I would say. Just That's where my inspiration comes. It's just, just give it a go. Don't just sit there and talk about it and then wait 40 years like, man, I should have done that. Like, no, do it today. Yeah. Nah, man, that was a, that was a dope. I really appreciated that. I mean, I know we got to wrap it up, but um, I just want to, I just want to really appreciate you for real on some real shit that what you're doing is, is really dope. I, I personally believe in you. You know, I'm biased because I've heard your shit. I know I fuck with it. Um, but I really want to encourage you to keep doing it. I know you're going to have your, your down days, your up days, but understand that what you're doing is really powerful. It's really moving and people fuck with it. So I, and I really want to appreciate you for coming on today. I know it's your first official podcast. I'm, I'm grateful you feel that way, but man, it's, it's always, it's always news to me too. So uh, it was a good time, man. I really appreciated it. Hey man, thanks for having me. And y'all, like I said, I'm about to be getting off and I'm going to drop the, uh, the official cover art for the album balance that drops tonight at midnight. I'm about to head to the studio just to sink, you know, just to give it all in while I just sit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. All right, bro. Yeah, but so. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna wrap it up with the rest of the gang, and I appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you too, man. All right, man. Hey, what up, y'all? Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Thank you for tuning in. I just wanted to use this moment to really give my appreciation, you know, to all the people that have been supporting me throughout this year. This is the last episode for the year, and I'm really excited at what um, we've accomplished so far with just the first 16 episodes. I know there's still a lot of room for improvement, but I think uh, surely but slowly this is going to be a big thing. I'm really excited for it. I want to give an appreciation for all the um, first-time listeners, too. You know, if you guys are checking in for the first time, uh, there's a lot of great stuff like this to come. So please subscribe wherever you're listening to this or watching this. Um, feel free to follow me on the socials if you if you care about me. You know, if you don't, it's fine. Uh, feel free to also follow the actual show channels at Paul and Pals. And I'm really excited to see what happens in the next year. I want to bring some more and more great inspirational content with people you guys can relate to, really uh, learn from. So let me know what you guys want to hear. Feel free to reach out to me, contact me wherever is best for you. And uh, just remember to stay creative. Peace.